Good morning, friends. Good afternoon for some of you if you're on the East Coast. <laughs> I'm Praying Medic, and this is Supernatural Saturday. Coming to you live from a house uh, somewhere in Arizona. Uh, this is my monthly live broadcast. I'm sorry we don't have chat yet. Uh, you know, at some point in the future, we might get chat back. Uh, we used to do these broadcasts on Facebook and Periscope, and we had live chat. Don't have that right now because we're broadcasting off of CloudHub. And CloudHub does not at this time have chat. So we'll have to see how that goes in the future. Uh, I, I like interacting with people on a live broadcast, but can't do that right now. Uh, just kind of an introduction. Uh, Supernatural Saturday is broadcast live on my two websites, prayingmedic.com and prayingmedic.org. If you click on the videos tab, you can watch a live stream there uh, every month, second Saturday of the month at one o'clock Eastern. Uh, just taking people through, uh, right now, we're going through my book, Hearing God's Voice Made Simple. So we're getting near the end. I think we're on uh, chapter 19 this week. Face-to-face -face appearances, how God speaks to us through face-to-face -face appearances with Jesus. Uh, and this is uh, an, an interesting chapter. I'm going to cover some um, events that some of you have heard about, but I'm going to give you a little more background on that. So God speaks to us in a lot of different ways. He speaks to us through that still small voice, the thoughts that we hear in our mind. He speaks to us through dreams and visions. Um, he, he speaks through circumstances of our life. He can speak to us through art and film and music. And that's the focus of the book. Uh, hearing God's voice made simple. It explains, just and gives examples of some of the different ways that God speaks to us. Today we're going to talk about how God speaks to us through face-to-face -face appearances. Um, I've had some interesting experiences in the past where um, God, in the form of Jesus, paid me a visit. And one of them was years ago. I had this dream where I watched the commander of the Lord's army come down to earth, right? So if you go back to Joshua, uh, the book of Joshua, when the commander of the Lord's army uh, uh, came and confronted Joshua, <laughs> and Joshua said, uh, are you with us or against us? And the commander said, no. <laughs> and then he introduced himself as the commander of the Lord's army. Um, the commander of the Lord's army is Jesus. And that was a, a theophany, an appearance of God in the form of man in the in the Old Testament. Well, I had a dream where I saw something very similar to that. Um, I saw this person in this dream, they just appeared on earth, and I knew in the dream they were the commander of the Lord's army. And they went around to different churches and organizations and, and uh, met with people and observed what we were teaching, we as a group. Uh, 
the commander observed what everyone what everyone was teaching, um, basically examining our doctrine, and and he was not happy with what he found, because a lot of people were teaching things they had not been authorized to teach, and he was going to hold these people accountable for things that they were teaching that they were not authorized to teach. But we're going to be held accountable. Um, and that was that's kind of a summary of the dream. Um, typically in dreams and visions, when you see Jesus or when you see an angel, they appear in a dream or vision. Generally speaking, they're actually present with you in, in, in the spiritual realm. They're, they actually make an appearance. It's not just like you're watching a movie about them. When they appear in a dream, it's actually a visitation, and their presence is with you in the room. Um, you're, you observe their actions as if it's you know like a movie, but in fact, they're actually there. <laughs> they're speaking to you. Um, I've had some other experiences, and I'll explain maybe one more of those in just a few minutes. But the point of this dream was to make me aware that we're all authorized to speak on certain subjects and we're not authorized to speak on other subjects. And, you know, people ask me, uh, hey, praying medic, why don't you, uh, you know, do some discussion about vaccines? Well, I don't discuss vaccines, not because I'm not interested in vaccines, but because God hasn't given me any revelation on vaccines. Nothing. Now, I worked in healthcare for 35 years. I know a lot about the immune system. I know about vaccines. Uh, I know about how viruses mutate. But God hasn't given me any revelation on vaccines, and he hasn't given me permission to speak on those subjects. He hasn't authorized me. And I try to stick really closely, uh, and I keep my discussions focused on things that God has authorized me to speak on. I know what I'm authorized to speak on, and I know subjects that I'm not authorized to speak on. And uh, it, it pays off to stay in your lane. Uh, a, a phrase that some of our friends use quite a bit, uh, when people get out of their lane, when they start speaking on things that they're not authorized to speak on, they create confusion, they create hostility, they create discord, uh, and they just create problems. Uh, Franklin Graham, uh, I guess recently went off on uh, the, the issue of vaccines and said that if Jesus uh, was a lot was here today, he would be an advocate of everyone getting the the vaccine. <laughs> I'm like, dude, really? Do, do you know that for a fact? And is that something that God has given him personal revelation on? You know, probably not. Uh, but but people like to address issues that just come up because they have an opinion about it. Well, everyone has an opinion. I have opinions about a lot of things. I don't share those opinions publicly because God hasn't authorized me to do that. Uh, if I'm discussing a subject on social media, on a broadcast, it's generally because God has specifically told me, I want you to focus on this issue. I want you to learn about it. I'm going to give you understanding of it and just tell people what I, what I show you. So a uh, little bit of a rabbit trail, but that's, uh, that was that was the purpose of that dream to make me aware that we're not actually we're at liberty to discuss whatever we want, but you're going to be held accountable. Uh, 
for that which you teach others about. So if you do teach others, make sure you're teaching something you're authorized on and try to stick to what God has shown you uh, about that subject. I had another experience with a visitation from Jesus. Um, this was this was a quite bizarre uh, experience. Happened on September 3rd, 2009. Uh, and I, I journalist, I wrote this in my dream journal at the time. So in this experience, um, I was, I had been sleeping and I heard a voice talking and I woke up. So I heard this voice talking and the voice said, uh, and I'm going to paraphrase here. The voice said, I will raise up Olympia in 15 months. In 15 months, it will come to pass. Now, in this experience, number one, I was awake, so it wasn't a dream. Number two, I didn't see anybody around me. All right, so it wasn't a vision. I didn't, like I heard a voice talking and I wrote down what the voice said, but I didn't see anyone. Um, so then I tried to go back to sleep and then the voice started speaking again and said, uh, in 15 months, I, the Lord, will raise up Olympia. Uh, so I wrote it down again. And, and this time I heard Kim Clement singing in the background. All right, so I'm awake. Kim Clement is leading worship in the background. He's actually leading a congregation and they're singing the song, Sacrifice is Beautiful. So I hear that in the background and I hear this voice come in and say, I, the Lord, will raise up Olympia in 15 months. Uh, and I was like, okay, this is really strange. <laughs> this was one of the most bizarre experiences I've ever had. But, but now, so now the voice says, I, the Lord. All right, that was this being that I couldn't see telling me this is Jesus. He's in my bedroom. He's talking to me. And right, I lived in Olympia at the time. So he was giving me a message about my city that I lived in, my, my, my region. And then, uh, so I wrote all that down and I tried to go back to sleep. And then the voice <laughs> just chimed in one more time and one more thing to say and said, uh, do not leave, stay where you are. I'm giving you a key, do not lose it. All right. So the voice instructed me that he was going to raise up Olympia. He didn't want me to leave the area. He was going to bring it to pass in a number of months. And he was giving me a key. He didn't want me to lose it. Now, uh, you know, just for the sake of exposition, we're going to go down a little rabbit trail here. What is it? What would it mean if the Lord said, I'm giving you a key? All right. There's a lot of keys mentioned in scripture. And whenever you have a dream, a vision, or a spiritual experience that is symbolic, it's a good idea to go through the scriptures and look, look for um, the understanding of a symbolic element. Now, he didn't hand me a, a, a key, an actual key. When, when he said, I'm giving you a key, it was obviously a symbolic message, not a literal message, symbolic. So what does a key represent? Well, if you go to Isaiah uh, 22, 22, I will lay upon the shoulder the key of David. Uh, he will close and no one will open. He will open and, and, and no one will be able to shut. The key of David in that passage is a key of authority. 
in the Gospels when Jesus told Peter, upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. He also told Peter, I'm giving you the keys to the kingdom, right? So keys represent kingdom authority, spiritual authority. And because his message was related to the city of Olympia where I lived, I believe that was a suggestion that I had been given spiritual authority in that region in Olympia, Lacey, Tumwater area. So this is, this is just an example of the way that you, uh, God can communicate to us through face-to-face -face appearances. Now, this time I didn't see his face, but I did know he was there. And, you know, he was, he was just explaining to me that um, there were some things happening in my region that I needed to be aware of at that time. And that was what, 11 years ago. All right. Um, another experience, and I've talked about this before, but uh, I don't know that you guys know the whole backstory on this. So Denise has had visitations from Jesus in her dreams on her birthday. Uh, not every year, but sort of regularly. In 2014, she had a visitation from Jesus. Now, she had been wrestling at that point with a career decision. She had been working as a graphic designer for a number of years, and she really didn't like the work. Um, she had headaches, neck pain, and, and, and didn't really enjoy it all that much. What she really wanted to do was be a painter. And she was struggling at that time with the question of whether God would approve of her decision if she decided to quit doing graphic design and just become a painter. Because painting is what she loves. And she thought that she had to guess what it was that God wanted her to do. And that's how a lot of us um, kind of perceive the relationship. We think that we have to guess and try to figure out what does God want us to do? And if we guess incorrectly, we're going to make him angry or disappoint him. If we don't guess correctly what he wants us to do. So in this dream, uh, Jesus came to her <laughs> on her birthday and gave her a sheet of paper on the paper in pink letterhead at the top it said super praying medic's wife <laughs> yes that's what it said and he gave her the sheet of paper and he asked her excitedly what are you going to be all right jesus came to her and asked her what are you going to be Jesus wanted to know what her decision was, and he was excited about whatever her decision was. He wanted to know what she, what she wanted to be. So he flipped the script on her. Rather than her having to figure out what God wanted her to be, God wanted to know what did she want to be. And that dream profoundly affected her, her life, and she has been pursuing uh, painting ever since. Um, then the next year, 2015, she had another dream and Jesus appeared in that dream. She was at an easel, she was uh, painting, and she noticed these red drops of like blood or paint or something dripping on her canvas and splattering on the wall. 
and she thought it might have been like a leaky pipe or something. She's looking around going, is there a leak somewhere? And she goes back to painting and these red splatters are coming over onto her canvas. And finally, she looks up to her left and sees a self-portrait of Jesus in red paint. And it was broad brush strokes and very, um, very, uh, she, she just was just taken back by the, um, the striking portrait that Jesus had painted on a canvas next to her. And that she realized then that the, the paint coming over was from Jesus painting next to her. Uh, again, he came to her on her birthday in a visitation and kind of suggested, hey, you know what? As you paint, I'm going to be painting beside you because I like what you're doing and, and I'm all in on whatever you want to do. So those experiences with Jesus have given her the courage to pursue her dream as a painter. And that's what she's doing. Uh, in the room next door, she's she turned a bedroom into uh, a little art studio and she's been painting. And she used to do realism and she did portraits for a long time. She's very, very good at realism. But you know, she, realism doesn't present enough of a challenge for her. So she's uh, been learning uh, abstract painting for the last few years. And, uh, and, and that's part of her journey. And she's going to continue. And yes, for those of you who are interested in, in looking at her paintings, when she has uh, a body of work that she's ready to show and sell, um, I'll, I'll put out the word on the internet for people who are interested, how you can contact her and talk to her about uh, her paintings. All right. So... God can and will speak to us in these face-to-face -face appearances. Sometimes it happens in a dream. Sometimes it'll happen in a vision. Sometimes it'll happen in neither a dream or vision, like that one experience I had. I was awake and I didn't see Jesus, but I know he was there, right? Um, David Taylor has a book called Face-to-Face -face Appearances with Jesus. It's a very good book. He has had hundreds of face-to-face um, appearances from Jesus and who and he taught him many things through these face-to-face -face appearances if, if you're interested I would recommend checking out the book it's just called face-to-face -face appearances with Jesus by David Taylor uh, that is my message for today wanted to let you also know uh, I am busy working on some book projects working on a screenplay working on uh, a book on dream interpretation that book is getting close to being finished. I'm also working on a book on power and authority. Um, as, as long as I have time to write, I am, I'm writing. And I'm getting back into the, uh, into the news business a little bit. Haven't done any broadcasts on news lately. But I, I am posting on Gab and CloudHub. And, I, and I'm keeping up on the news and current events and, and posting uh, information as it comes out. I am also... Uh, having a great time with Greg Harvey every Monday morning. Uh, Greg does a morning show on CloudHub. It's also available on DLive. Uh, he does a live stream for about two and a half hours every weekday on Monday mornings at uh, 11 o'clock Eastern. He and I do a, a, a segment called Medic Monday. And I'm on for about an hour and we talk about current events and whatever, and whatever's going on. 
uh, I'm, I'm enjoying our conversations a lot. Um, if you want to jump on the live stream and catch us on Monday mornings at 11 Eastern, that's cool. Uh, he's Greenbeard117 on DLive and he's Greg Harvey on CloudHub. If you are wondering how you can support our ministry, we do have a donation page set up on prayingmedic.org. You can go there and you can support us financially. We do appreciate your financial support. That is all I have for today. It is uh, a groovy Supernatural Saturday. I hope you all have a great weekend. Uh, please keep me and Denise in prayer. We're working on a lot of things, trying to uh, you know follow God as he's leading us. And I, I just would say this. Uh, I think there's some very good things uh, lying ahead. A lot of people are kind of have lost hope and they're sort of pessimistic about the future. I am very optimistic about the future. Although things look a little bit dark right now, I don't look at the things that are going on presently. I, I always try to view things from God's perspective and God looks at the big picture. And I think big from the big picture that God has been showing me, we have a lot of good things to look forward to. All right, that is it. I'm gonna get out of here. Love you all, take care. I will catch you either on Medic Monday this week or on Supernatural Saturday next month. It's always the second Saturday of the month, one o'clock Eastern.